Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings, everyone. This is Brian Reisman welcoming you to Episode 6 of Side Jams, the podcast devoted to people's outside passions and hobbies. My guest this week is Uriah Heep lead guitarist and co-founding member Mick Box, who has been a driving force behind the British rock icons for nearly 50 years. Their new studio album, Living the Dream, is a great effort with memorable tunes and insightful lyrics, and if you're a classic rock fan, I definitely suggest you check it out. Now, I've spoken with Mick many times over the past two decades, but we've never really chatted about one of his biggest interests. British football, or as we like to call it in America, soccer. Those two terms are going to be used interchangeably throughout this interview. I met the ever jovial guitarist prior to his band show at the Paramounts in Huntington, New York to talk about his love for the sport, which also led us to discussing American football, as well as other places Mick has lived outside of England. We were sitting in the control room at the venue because it was the best available space at the time, so I want to give a shout out to Stephen Montagna for cleaning up the audio and removing a lot of the humming machinery from the background. We were already listening to plenty of heavy metal that night. So now, without any further ado, let's boogie. Latest episode of Side Jam here with Mick Box, founding member, eternal guitarist of Uriah Heep. Hello, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's nice good, to see you guys. Good, good, good. Yeah. On tour with Priest. Again. We're kind of in the control room back here, and uh, actually we we're in a private jet. We're in a yeah, private, mixed private jet. Private jet. Yeah, on the yeah, way yeah. to the Huntington, Long Island gig at the Paramounts. <laughs> and now uh, you were telling me that you have a big passion for well, football in England. We call it soccer here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I confuse football myself. in England, um, which is your soccer, I believe. Yeah. So what's yeah, my, my team's Tottenham Hotspur, and um, I've been passionate about it since um, since I was a kid, really. Right. So it's a team that you grew up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like back home, and you still follow yeah. them. Yeah, still follow them. Yeah, avidly. Yeah. And I know that like Europeans and the, and the English are really passionate about soccer. What drives that passion for you? Why is that such a, a I don't, big thing? I don't really know, but I think it's you know it's from the working man mentality, and it's their, their release, isn't it, to to go to a football match and scream and shout at the ref and everyone else <laughs> in the opposing team, you know. But it's, you know, it's, it's um, I think that's what it really is. You know, it's, it's a release for people in their daily life. You know, every Saturday going down to football match and shout your head off, have a few pints with the boys. Obviously, you're, you're touring with Priest. And I remember, I think one of the things that KK Downing said years ago was that, you know, you had sort of three options in Birmingham. You you worked in a steel mill, you played soccer, or you were in a band. And even soccer yeah, and yeah, a band yeah. are actually hard to do. Yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. if, which is harder, playing <laughs> soccer or being in a band. Well, I used to be a really good football player, soccer player. and. Um, I, I, you know, I used to play for London school boys and I was going to be playing for English school boys and I sort of got that far up the ladder and then I picked up a guitar and it all changed. The, the, the thought that, that crossed my mind was that if I break a leg, I'm out of the game for, for months and months and months and months. Whereas if I can break a leg playing guitar, I'll sit down on a stool and carry on playing. So the guitar won the battle. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it worked out. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. 
which do you think is harder to make a living at? Which do you think pays better? Football or, or being well, football a by far nowadays. They get, you know, players that have five hundred thousand pounds a week. Sure. A week. <laughs> you know, you can't even concede that sort of money, you know. So yeah, the football players in their a lot of your time of being a footballer was probably from I don't know, probably fourteen, sixteen to maybe thirty four if they look after themselves. But you know, they they earn considerably more than anybody else. Unbelievable. How about like local teams, like the local teams that you would watch growing up? I mean, how what, what kind of a salary can somebody... I've always thought about that. Like, there are people who are like minor league baseball players in America. Yeah, they yeah. make some sort of salary. Well, so minor not. league um, football players still earn fairly well. They have a good quality of life, for sure. Because it's all receipts on the on the ground, isn't it? You know, you X amount of people in, they can pay their footballers X amount from that. You know, it's a sellout every time, you know. Yeah. So, it goes hand in hand with that, really. So, they still earn pretty well. Has soccer ever figured into any Uriah Heap songs? Absolutely not. <laughs> but for football, I keep saying it. Football is foot. There's nothing. No, no sports of any sort. Trying no, to think through all the lyrics. No, no, they didn't go there. No, no, no. You know, I didn't find any need to. No. Well, I guess true. Actually, as a musician, you can have a longer career than you would be if you were playing professional Absolutely. football because you can Absolutely. only play so you know, long. This is well. I'm proving it now. I've been here. You know, at the age we are, coming up to our 50th anniversary. So. You wouldn't be doing their 50th anniversary as a footballer, would you? As a group, have you guys ever played football? Like on, on breaks or when you're on tour? Yeah, we, we used to do a um, player football tournament that was run by Elton John. Really? For underprivileged play areas up and down England for kids. And it was called Gold Diggers. And uh, yeah, we used to play with them, uh, Elton John and all sorts of people. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Were there other, were there bands that played in that league? Uh, uh, loads of bands, yeah. Lots of bands played, yeah. I can't mm-hmm. remember who they are now, but they, there were lots of bands were playing. You know, and everyone was allowed one professional. Oh, wow. Of course, Elton John chose Georgie Best, who was like one of the worst players in the world then, so... <laughs> and a slight advantage. <laughs> a slight advantage in that, of course. There's always going to be a little competition, <laughs> yeah, even yeah. when it's for charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was, a, I was a teenager, I did baseball a lot. I think two oh, or three yeah, seasons. Yeah. I guess with, with football, I didn't like, I didn't like, uh, I didn't, I didn't like get kicked in the shins. That was kind of the thing I didn't, I was a skinny, I was a scrawny kid, so I didn't really oh, enjoy right, that. Kind right, of, I used to love that because I, it was the, it was the, um, the aggressive side of the football back then that I really right. liked. You know, you could shoulder charge, you can get in there, get stuck in, and of course, you've only got a blow on someone now and they just fall down on the floor, you know, you know, yeah. just touch their, you know, breeze past their shirt and, and they're on the floor going, oh, you know, acting it all out, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They may be good footballers, but they're rubbish actors. <laughs> Just trying to get to what, like an infraction. Yeah, like, yeah, the referee yeah, call yeah. something. Yeah, I remember I, I played a baseball game uh, when I was a kid, and I and I tossed this pitch, and it, and it barely nicked the guy in the ankle, and he did like, oh, yeah, yeah, and they said it's about the first yeah, base. Yeah. I'm like, come on, f you guys, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was such yeah. theatrics; it was so obvious. Yeah. Um, well, that's what it's like even nowadays. Now, yeah. Which back then you could get stuck in and really get, um, as I say, shoulder charges and. Get, it's almost like American football. They have more they have more no pa- padding. So no padding. No. And obviously rugby one shirt, zero, zero one padding. pair of shorts, one pair of socks, one pair of boots. What do a lot of the Brits think of American football these days? What do, what do I think of it? Well yeah, when, with, the, with the British in general, considering all the talk about concussions and injuries and stuff, how do they you guys view American football oh. now? Do you know what it doesn't get that much access over in Europe? It's getting bigger, slowly but surely, but yeah, but it's not the sort of thing you'd go you turn on the soccer if you like, you wouldn't turn on American football. Because you don't follow a team, you know, you need to have a team to follow. Yeah. I mean, I do because of the Chicago Bears, because I used to live in Chicago, so I used to follow that. And, uh, well, when, and did, when, did you Chicago, when did you live in Chicago? And the Cubs. Back in the ooh, late 80s. Oh, really? Yeah. I never knew that. How, how long were you living in Chicago? Chicago for a while, and then uh, my wife at the time, his family moved down to uh, New Mexico, 
so everything we moved down there, so I moved down there with them. Then that didn't work out, and then I went to Sydney, Australia, then I come back to London. So you've done a little bit of a world tour. Oh, like yeah, a I personal have, yeah, world yeah. tour. I've lived in many places. Side of England would, it, would have been your what's been your favorite place to live? I, I would have to say Sydney, Australia has got a lot to offer. Um, it's beautiful beaches everywhere. You know, you, you, you can go 365 days a year and, and discover a new beach somewhere. You know, uh, wow. which is marvelous. And the outside life, the barbecues and all that sort of stuff, and the sun, the sea, and, and the fun. You know, it's, it's a really good place to be. What's the uh, football like down there? Uh, they've got a similar situation to. Um, America, with, with you know, they get all the old players go there to play, you know, oh, really? to show the experience, you know, you got a young team, yeah. But they're, they're, they're very committed. As sportsmen in Australia, they're very committed. They're very, they're very um, they don't give up easily, you know. They're, they're good so, fighters. So you're saying like retired American players will go down there to coach, or will the older American players go down there to play? No, no, the older English players oh, go English. down there to play, yeah. Yeah, like, like you do over here, you get the David Beckhams and everyone come over to America. And they bring their experience, and you know, all the young American players get you know get that experience. So, were there any sports you discovered in America when you were living here that you hadn't actually before? Only the Bears, mate. And the Bears, yeah, because yeah, we were in Chicago. I was with the family that was all in the Bears, so you know it was a natural natural thing to follow. Obviously, there's the whole intense madness about the World Cup. I remember I was in Prague like in June of 2008. They had giant projector screens outside so people could watch this. Yeah, yeah. The World Cup lasts at least a month, right? Is it longer than that? I've never really followed it that much, to be honest. But I don't really know. I can't really answer that. You know, it is what it is, and I it watch just goes what, on. when it's there. Yeah, yeah. He waits, he waits yeah, till it gets yeah. down to the wire. To yeah, and I try and watch most games, like, like most people. And of course, the excitement is always the final. And then it's gone for another four years. You know? So, what's the craziest football crowd you've been in? Probably back in the day when it was um, Tottenham Hotspur and another local team called West Ham. The crowd got into fights, you know, there was a big punch-up. In those days, it was, it was like war. They, they warred with each other all the time, fights and everything. Not so now, because police it a lot better. They got all the people on camera all the yeah. time and all that sort of stuff, you know. So they could eke out all the troublemakers. So, slightly different, but back then, it was war. <laughs> Do you think that the rowdiest football crowd would be more intense than the rowdiest rock crowd? Well, by far. By far, this is full on aggression. <laughs> you know, people in in in, in, in uh, a rock concert, if you know, escapism and having a great time, you know, it's a slightly different dynamic. Yeah, I and mean, once in a while you get like a Guns N' Roses kind of thing where people rioted or whatever because they didn't show up or were late or whatever. Well, if you're not going to show up, you're going to expect some sort of trouble. Yeah, <laughs> and you're going to expect people to pay money, good money to come and see you. You don't turn up. That's fair reason to um, let loose. You know, it's funny. I was doing research. I was on a panel called Death Metal. Uh, for CMJ Music Showcase, this was years ago, and it wasn't about death metal, it was about, you know, deaths or accidents at concerts. Yeah, and yeah. I discovered that actually... It's a, a, cheer, new, a cheerful program. <laughs> it is. And I discovered that, like, at a New Kids on the Block concert, something like 15, 20 years earlier, three or four people had been crushed to death, like, in like in Korea or something, oh. and it wasn't here. And you're right. like, but wait, they're supposed to be screaming their heads off, but not, like, you know, yeah, 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 getting yeah. really stuck. Yeah. You, you could, but you guys have never dealt with that kind of situation either. No, never had to. One of the things I always like about watching you guys, every time I see you, you always have a big smile on your face. You're always happy to be there. I mean, some people get older and they get cranky. Or they're like, oh, I'm just going through the motions. But it generally seems like every time I see you guys up there, you're having a great time. That's because we've got a lot of passion for what we do still. Some people get very tired of it and they're just doing it to make ends meet or they're just resting on their roles and only playing down the hits. You know, your Abrams always had a new album out. We, we still chase another dream, if you like, you know, with new songs along with the classics. Yeah. I mean, the songs on Living the Dream, for instance, are seem to be classics in their eyes. That's why we yeah. quite happily put them side by side with the, the real classics. So, you know, it's, it's just the way we deal with it. I think it's also because you're bringing in the life experience. 
Which I guess is, is something like in sports you can bring in life experience, but you can only play so long. Yeah, Music yeah. you can keep it going, and now you're writing lyrics. Like some of the hair bands or the hair bands back in the day are still trying to relive that kind of kind of gritty rock and roll thing. And you guys are like, eh, screw that. You know, we've gotten older now. Yeah, we've often. never done that. We've never done that anyway, you know. I mean, we'd never be a band that gets a little caption and keeps repeating it time and time and time again. You know, it's just, it's just not what we're like as people. We like to be storytellers or philosophy a bit, you know, and... Um, it's, it's quite funny, you can write a, 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 a lyric at home and then it can take on a whole different movie around the world, you know, and, and, and that's the great thing about music. So now when you played soccer, how good were you? I was brilliant. In <laughs> <laughs> what position? I was brilliant. I was inside right in those days, which okay. they don't have that position now. It's a, um, so what, so for, the, for the layman, what would inside right be? So inside right would be the, one of the attackers. Right. So what did they swap that out for now? Pardon? What do they swap that position out for? Like, what's it called now, or what is it? No, called? no, they've got a whole new system there. They're back three, back four, you know, four, three, two, three, two, whatever. All these sort of combinations, you know, it's, it's never, never a, a name for each position. Right. Well, do you do you like the changes that have come along in the sport? It's inevitable. It's like music, you know. Changes come, and you have to um, embrace it and get on with it. <laughs> Are there been any any controversies that you got caught up in or were interested in over the years as far in, as the sport? No, 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 whatsoever, no. You know, and they've bought out the VADA now, which is the uh, video screen right. stuff, um, or VAR. So when there is a, a, a decision that's not clear, they can go to the TV screen, look at the VAR screen, and, uh, and, make, and the referee can make a, an informed decision, whether it's a goal or not a goal, a tackle or a penalty or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's changed a lot now, yeah. Do you ever bet on it? <laughs> Never. No, no, I'm not a betting man at all. No, no, I think it's too hard to earn to go away and bet it. I, I've never, I've never gotten into that. I think the only yeah. time I ever betted was like at someone's had a birthday party, a friend of a friend, and it was like they had a fake Vegas setup. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was at the Hard Rock, uh, you know, casino and hotel in, in Atlantic City recently, just on yeah, a yeah. junket, and I was, it's just amazing. And I, and I went to a casino in Monte Carlo when I was there about ten years ago. And I'm just watching. It's like one of those. It's like yeah, you know, yeah. Casino Royale with Bond. They're putting down these stacks of yeah, you know, and these yeah, plates that are worth a lot of money, and they just blow it in like literally ten like, seconds. All those is. I mean, it would be nice to have that kind of money to do that. The only thing I've done is when we play casinos and we walk from our room through the casino into the theatre, I might have a pocket for the change and I'll just pop it in as I go along. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> but, but be rest assured, by the time I get to the end, it's all gone. <laughs> well, I, I was watching somebody bet. It was on this junket. And what she did is she got these really small ticket items, like, you know, 25, 50 cents or whatever. And she would yeah, play this yeah. machine and somehow she would end up winning, like, maybe 5 or 10 bucks on an initial $15 investment yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it wasn't really gambling big time but i guess it satiated that need that she had to the just need, yeah, do something yeah, yeah, to try yeah, it yeah 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 you know oh, some people sit there for hours hours and, and don't move same machine keep pumping away keep pumping away yeah yeah sort of football what other interests do you have like what other things are are you interested in family family yeah. and football that's it end of that's all of it music family football yeah, when i go it. home i take on my rock and roll hat put on my family hat i'm quite happy with that i love it Football comes into play with that because I've got with my son to the football match. So. One of the thing I was thinking of is, you know, when you guys are on tour and you're touring the States, I mean, obviously you've done it a few times, more than a few yeah, times. Yeah. Are, are there different things that you find interesting at, at travel stuff that you try to do on the road? I mean, a lot of times you know, you're, you're here in the back of a venue eating something, going on stage, going back to the bus or the hotel, then going on to the next thing. It's the same old, same old, mate. But it's, it's... There has been, have been any, any cool places you've been to in the States that you really like? Loads of them, you know, San Antonio is lovely, you go out there down by the rivers and all that and sit out and eat. And, uh, there's, there's many lovely places, yeah. When you think about it, you know, when you've got England, you can put England in any one of the states of America. <laughs> and then you've got another 51 to go, 51 Englands. <laughs> so, 
you know, of, of course, you know, there's many beautiful places. Are there any songs about sports or football that you like? None. Again, none. <laughs> any songs you like? Don't get it. It shouldn't be linked. Right? It shouldn't be linked <laughs> at all, ever. So you really because like if you write about your team, there's another million teams that hate your team. That's not a good standard. That's, are you right? He ever played any football matches? We did uh, one in Germany where we played half time in some major first league really? uh, team. Yeah. And how, how did that go? Embarrassing, horrible. <laughs> how, how come? We just uh, um, miming. Oh, you had to do a you yeah, had to yeah. do a playback thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because they're nervous about things going wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes me wonder about all the Super Bowl stuff. You're like, no, it's live. And you're like, <laughs> although I think it was a like, bit is. A little bit. Well, I think when Gaga was on the Olympics, I think that actually, I think she was on the Olympics. She yeah. really, it was really. She's got a voice. So she yeah. Sing, yeah, and you can hear her a little bit out of breath. That's the problem I have with a lot of modern yeah, pop stars. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they, it's clearly lip syncing because when you guys are running around, there's no way that you know yeah. Bernie's going to be it's, like totally right. yeah, yeah. perfect. Which is right. part of the charm, right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, mate. All right, my friend. I appreciate it. I really, I love the, I love the new album. It's brilliant. You know, actually, let me pull it out here just so I can give it a little plug. Da, 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 da. Live in the dream. You know, I like Rocks in the Road. I mean, that's a good, it's a good tune. We do, we do Rocks in the Road on our full set when we're on our own. Yeah, yeah. But tonight we'll just be doing, I don't know what we're doing tonight. Take Away My Soul very yeah. much reminds me of Sonic, the album Sonic Origami. Is it really? Oh, yeah, wow, wow. Which, I, which I really like. But, you know, Rocks in the Road, once again, this is all stuff about life experience. And I feel like more people here in America really should, you know, hear your music. That's what I respect about certain bands is they get older and they, they've learned something. You know? yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I kind yeah. of don't want to relive that same sort of, We've always been a band that, that pays a lot of attention to our lyrics. You know, we don't, we don't do flippantly, you know, we put a lot of work into it. That wraps up this latest episode of Side Jams. Please join me for the next installment, which will be coming soon. The tunes that you heard in the intro and outro are from Fox and the Law, and I licensed them through AudioSocket. As always, thank you very much for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.